But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. This is the Dismal Tide Hockey Supplement, Episode 4. Stop. <laughs> Fuck you. How's that? You want me to be the host this week? Now that's what you're going to get. We're gonna, I'm just going to sit here and narrate uh, Jets-Ducks. We could talk about we could talk about how the Flyers are getting their dicks ripped off right now. Six, are not they bad? Uh, not, not on the whole. Not, I mean... Not not as bad as like say the Devils or anything, but uh, but today they're they're particularly bad. They're ju- getting just ruined by the Penguins. Oh, if we were any other team, I'd be okay with that. Definitely root for the Flyers above the Penguins, though. Well, Penguins their their window is closed. So is it? Crosby's Crosby's still fine, but they're they're looking at a, a you know on the on the on the precipice of another. They need a lot. They're of, about to break. They need a. They need more guys, and especially uh, with uh, Evgeny Malkin is uh, in out for months and months, uh, and apparently he's uh, involved in some sort of uh, cryptocurrency scam. That's the stuff. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. Now like he he was not involved in many of the day to day operations, but his signatures are on a lot of important papers. Did he and try and make his own crypto? He was like an early investor in some crypto. A company that defrauded a bunch of people, which is basically all of them. Kind, yeah, kind of goes without saying. I mean, that's sort of the. I always figured that was a point, right? Yeah. If why start a crypto company? Like you don't expect that's why to Facebook's actually, getting into it. Yeah, you don't expect to actually, you know, create any money or anything. You just look to get as many people to throw theirs into it as you can, and, and then, then sell all and yours. Then, yeah, and then you up stakes. Yep. It's all very, uh, you know. Uh, 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 you know, traveling uh, very uh, uh, like, like in the Simpsons when they're selling the uh, the 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 sex tonic. I don't remember that one. I've seen not enough of the Simpsons episodes. Well, I should honestly just go through and watch like what is it seasons like one through ten, one through eight. Yeah, you could honestly you could do three through eight if you want to. Uh, How will I know what happened in the first two seasons? How will I? It's not important. Okay, jeez. Seems like pretty important art to you, and you're just writing it off. But I guess that's fine. Whatever. There are some. There are some very good uh, uh, season two uh, episodes, but I think season season three is where it really kicks on. Season three is is pretty perfect. Is that if you had to pick like a one season of one TV show? What do you think you'd pick? Like the best one Ooh. season. Simpsons season three seems pretty good. There's, I know I've, I've probably seen every episode from season three, just like not knowing. Just like, oh, that's a season three episode, of course. Um, a few of my nominees for best season of a show would probably be like the first or second season of Lost. That first season of True Detective. Well, the first season of True Detective is sort of cheating because it's it's a one off. 
because yeah, like yeah, it's no, just I agree. one story. No, I agree. It, it uh, is a one. You know, it uh, it it's not like uh, we had to see what uh, maybe uh, like what, season what three. Rust and Marty were up to uh, later on, yeah, right? You know, well, it does their whole life, Mike. You don't need to see what they're up to later on. You know, you don't got to see Rust. They also shoot, come like, up the briefly into mentioned a bag or whatever because he got all mm-hmm. he got that severe stomach injury. They uh, good luck coming back from that, by the way. Seriously, especially like leaving the hospital when he did. He's like, yeah, I'm fucking fine. He's like, well, it seems to me you're damn near near unkillable anyway. So, um, maybe like season three of Game of Thrones, season I don't know one or two of Community was pretty close to perfect. Season two. Yeah, I think that was the better one. Season one was solid, but season two was pretty perfect, and season three got a little up its own ass. But I, season two was fantastic, Community. Did I say Lost? Season one or two? Uh, I uh, Yes, I think you might have said three initially. Or wait, one or three. There's a lot of season num- one is just a like... A lot of the, numbers are getting thrown around. Season one is just the original cast like doing their lost thing, and you don't know what anything what's going on. Season two, they introduce the tailies. Season three, though, they get captured by the others, and there's a lot of like held hostage stuff. I'm going to go with season one. Redefine television. I'm looking at season three of The Simpsons right now, and it is very good. Uh, maybe like season, not season one or two, but one of those early like four seasons of The Office is pretty fucking good. Just really good. Just bangers. Like, I think it's a season three episode where Andy Bernard says one of my favorite lines from The Office ever, where he says, yeah, that's that's what people don't get. I'm always one step ahead. I'm like a carpenter that builds stairs. That's so fucking funny to me. That's still funny. I've thought that was funny for like 12 years now. I don't know if I uh, admitted as such on the show, but I was... The Office is... I conflated it with Parks and Rec. Way too much. Yeah, I agree. No, I was thinking... You were complaining about The Office. I honestly... All of my complaints about The Office were really complaints about Parks and Rec. Now, The Office does have a bit of it because you have just... um, There are a lot of... um, sort of hugging and learning moments that I, I think are unnecessary. Oh, my God. Sorry. Another perfect season three quote from The Office is when Karen Filippelli goes to the Scranton office for the first time and Michael Scott looks at her and goes, wow, you're very exotic looking. Was your father a GI? That is good. That's so um, rude. It's so rude. But, no, the, uh, yeah, like you occasionally get things like, like Pam just like saying like and I want my kids to know that their parents were soulmates and just like shut the fuck up who cares this is su- to do jokes <laughs> who cares uh season 5 which was uh coincidentally uh when everybody was doing the writers strike um so season 5 I think is like 14 episodes long or something like that that's got to be the worst season that's the most of that in the office I think that's what the season where Jim and Pam finally get together starts with the fun run Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a bad season of The Office. I think it's also where they introduce Holly for the first time, but it's not that good. Um, no, I the knock on you is... Uh, on me, personally. On you, personally, is is the the further out of a relationship you get, the the less you tend to care about these like generally accessible things. And then when you start dating somebody, they pull you back into these things. And there's always just like a day where you go like, yeah, I might have been wrong about that. I don't know. Maybe it was a little too jaded when I was single. But like The Office is fine. The Office is fine. Uh, the, the Office, 
is generally fine. It, it is annoying that it seems to be years after it ended, something that gets talked about every single goddamn day um, by like the Shea Serranos of the world. He wrote a damn book about it. Yeah. Um, uh, conference Room 5 Minutes. I bought it for my sister-in-law, who is obsessed with The Office. Uh, and it's a, it's like a, I forget. It's just a bunch of essays on different parts from The Office. And, like, I think he got some, like, local artists to do some. Local artists. Interesting art. Uh, Houston-adjacent artist, I, I suppose. The only Office quote that really means a lot to me is when Creed talks about his time in cults. What's the quote? And he just, uh, and he just says, uh, "It's like I've been, I've been in cults, both as a leader and a follower. Uh, you, you make more money as a leader, but you have more fun as a follower." <laughs> Creed, widely regarded as like the best, the best character in that show. Yeah, uh, he's one of the few good ones. Uh, are in terms of like, uh, I, I, I like that you don't they don't get sick of them. I like that they, well, yeah, because they never try to humanize. Like, there's no like. Uh, we they, we're, we're never like they never try to make you feel sad about how Creed actually comes from uh, like the things are hard for him and he's like this because because uh, uh, he's lonely or some shit. Yeah, which is definitely what they do with Michael. Yeah, um, Michael's a, another Michael's piece a, of like uh, office uh, art. Though yeah, this is not like the most original observation in the world, but Michael's a fucking menace and uh, like the uh, them trying to humanize him over and over again like it doesn't matter because he's still fucking shit like the, um that episode have you seen like the whole series to this point now i've seen most of it i did you see I, the dinner party one uh yes that one that's pretty fucking it's that's like there's that is like deep level like art like you are un- uncomfortable with Jim and Pam the whole time like all the little stuff in that episode really adds up where he's like and this is my this is my flat screen TV and I'll just stand here for hours <laughs> like that's really good uh, when Jim fakes the flood at his apartment and Jan says he's like well that's fine Pam can still say stay and Jim just like I have to go like it's my apartment. <laughs> No, there's so much of that particular episode that's really good and lasts. I I like The Office. I do. I'm gonna go watch four or five seasons of it. I uh, Mike is hosting this week. I'm hosting this week, and also uh, I'm worn down from work. Uh, employment is a prison. Uh, break fir- unpaid breaks are theft. Uh, uh, four day work week is what we need. Uh, Medicare for all what we need. Uh, kill your boss the fir- unless they're good. The first three seasons of of The Thick of It are all perfect, and the first season of I'm Alan Partridge is perfect. I have my answer, and you jog my memory with yours. Um, the best single season of television is season two of Arrested Development. That's probably correct. Perfect. Wall to wall, just absolutely perfect. There's no fat. There's 24 episodes and no fat. How do you do that? Perfect, a perfect season of television. That's true. There, there are a couple. Yeah, um, Mother Boy. The trans jokes probably don't fly these days. But I that's think that really was season the, three, though. Oh, because I was gonna say that was the Charlize Theron season. That's the only thing that doesn't fly anymore. It's a Shamali. I thought that. Uh, I thought that was an early um, uh, uh, Steve Holt episode. 
oh, you know what? No, because no, the the Charlie Theron jokes were the the retard. Oh yeah, jokes. that those were... <laughs> look just looking right past that. Mm. Oh, where he thinks Lindsay's a man. Yeah. Okay. Wow, she looks. Yeah, you're right. There's, those may not have aged very well. Season two, though. Oh, Steve. <laughs> you made me feel so young. The, um... Keep us on the rails, Mike. This is the hardest part of my job. What do you got? Well, uh, Cam Fowler has just set the record for goals scored by a defenseman for the Ducks all-time, passing Scott Niedermeyer. Oh, no. Boo, Scott Niedermeyer. I got nothing but time for the Niedermeyer boys. Yeah, much love for the Niedermeyers. Now, you think Scott Stevens still has any records? Most, like, checks? Most games played or something for the Devils? Played for them for, like, 18 years. Highest percentage of CTE inflicted. God, he was really... Yeah, he was a player of the 90s. He cannot yeah, do that anymore. Very of a time. You can't really do that anymore. <laughs> he brings his lunch pail to work and fucking ice packs. I wonder how Eric Lindros' brain is doing. About as good as Kanye's. Uh, wh- oh, man. <laughs> you seen this Kanye guy? What a clown. Uh, what a bunch of clowns. I did this. see a tweet today that I did no investigation of. The Kardashians. They lo- um, Have you... The, uh, they, uh, Brendan, can I just tell you, these Kardashians, they like black guys. Love them. They do. And uh, you know what's... And, and which is fine. Just saying. I'm not bailing you out of this one. <laughs> Oh, I didn't mention. No, I, don't know I didn't if mention. Ever heard about how that's true? They like. I didn't um, mention before we started, but unedited this podcast, untouched. So if you have any problems like you did last week, you're all alone. <laughs> I'll edit that laugh out. That's it, though. Um, no, I saw a tweet that uh, it, uh, Kanye no, West. Don't you? No, uh, I'm. I'm doing. Uh, um, I'm. I'm doing a, a commentary on how uh, people uh, make. Make uh, a lot of the same uh, Kardashian jokes. Well, actually, they also sort of just did this on YKS. So I'm just gonna leave it there. Um, oh, that was. I'm gonna edit out that reaction. Now, to the so bowl. you gotta edit out your reaction to. Damn it! <laughs> the Blake Wheeler's goal. My bicep's getting worse. Brendan injured his arm celebrating Blake Wheeler. Uh, scoring off a terrible defensive mistake. My arm was ducks. getting better, and then I stopped massaging the shit out of it every day, and it immediately started getting worse. And then I, I picked something up with my arm extended at work today, and I was like, nope, can't do it. Just hurts too fucking much.
What do you want to talk about first? So today, although it may not be today by the time you hear this, especially not because it's already 11.21 p.m. at the time of recording, uh, no one really needs to know, but uh, you know what? We like to be transparent here. Tuesday as well. It's it's Tuesday. So uh, today, uh, Barry Pachesky got fired from Deadspin. Why? Well, yesterday... Uh, all of uh, you know the Gizmodo Media uh, Group websites all posted the same thing, which was basically them saying, "Hey, we know that you all hate these autoplay videos that automatically have the sound on on all of our pages. So, uh, if you, if you have something to say about them, uh, and your concerns are our concerns as our readers, uh, we encourage you to send them to management." And then they posted the email that you could send the complaints to. And in a very Streisand effect sort of way, uh, their ownership group decided to remove that post from all of the different uh, properties. Deadspin, Kotaku, Jezebel, uh, uh, Jalopnik, all those. Uh, in a clear violation of their union contract. And so all night it was just a lot of uh, there was a lot of rabble about this, and then uh, today uh, after you know uh, being told uh, yet again being told stick to sports, um, on Deadspin they decided to uh, cover the entire front page in nothing but non-sports stories, including a story about here's some nice dogs I saw that Tom Lay wrote, and. Uh, the a story uh, the story about uh, the woman who shit on the floor at that Tim Hortons. Um, oh my god, that that's a, a lot of things of that nature. And uh, shortly thereafter, uh, Deadspin deputy editor, longest serving Deadspin writer, and a guy who apparently has written about twenty thousand pieces uh, for Lord. Deadspin over uh, over the decade uh, plus that he's been there. Uh, Barry Pachetsky was fired from Deadspin. And this has now uh, uh, unleashed a a firestorm. Number one, Deadspin's non-sports stories are twice as popular as their sports stories. They're just better. Sports is boring. It sucks. Exactly. Like, why why do you think, why why do we uh, spend so much time talking about the goddamn office? Yeah, let me me qualify my statement. Sports... Uh, is boring. They suck when not used uh, through another lens. Like when you can uh, compare sports to what else is going on and just say like, hey, how this guy compares to this as it relates to Trump, as it relates to this, that's when it gets interesting. That's the fun stuff. Um, just talking about the game fucking blows. Yeah, we all saw it. I have Sports Center. Shut the fuck yeah, up, there's, co-worker. Now, there's only so much analysis that you need right only so much necessary i completely agree and some people are very very good at it and otherwise if you're just reading with all due respect to beat reporters most of what beat reporters talk about that's very interesting is the behind the scenes stuff is the locker room stuff yeah the personality as it relates to talking about yeah just the box scores and just talking about explaining what happened isn't especially interesting it's what happened before and after and how like that uh affects what's happening going forward so, uh, and Deadspin's sports coverage is all pretty solid. I mean, they are first and foremost a sports blog, but they're, all of their writers have many talents beyond that. And a lot of what they write about 
uh, is not sports, and that's the things where they those are the things where they really seem to shine. David Roth is ostensibly a baseball writer. Hell yeah, but but his Trump pieces are all of the best writing about Trump. All of the people who like all, all the 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 pundit crowd, all of the sort of uh, like MSNBC uh, and like or, or just like Sunday morning. Uh, talk show sort of people who sit there and try to figure out what secret messages Trump is sending. And then David Roth is just like, is the one that's correct, which is just like, he's dumb and he doesn't care. Like that's, that's he doesn't even know you exist. He doesn't know you're writing about him. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, there's also a reason why he shows like and, uh, and, first take are the most popular thing on ESPN. There's a reason why Stephen A. Smith gets a hundred million dollars over what, eight years or something. I don't remember how long his contract is, but like, it's well. He, Steve, he transcends sports. He's well, not talking X's and O's. He's talking personalities. He's talking team yeah. makeup. Yeah, and and but that's not even that was that he he's still sticking to sports though. That he, Stephen A. Smith doesn't talk about Trump for an hour on first take. But yeah, fair. But David Roth's support uh, Trump writing is is the best stuff that he does because he understands him on an extremely deep level. Because as somebody who's always lived in New York or New Jersey. He's extremely from uh, yeah, as someone in his forties who who is uh who's basically grown up hearing about Trump every day in the in like gossip pages and on like on page six in the uh in the post. Really, just can't believe this guy ended up president and has insights on it that all these people who think that Trump is some sort of like uh, uh like four dimensional chess genius. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. So. I I read the David Roth sport uh, the only Trump anything. Yeah, and all of his and all the stuff that he writes about the Will Ponds is great too, but like the Trump stuff is it. That the and then you have uh you know uh, Drew McGarry who again uh great beautiful uh, has a a, bun- a bunch of fantastic uh football opinions and writes about football in a very funny way, but uh and all of the why your team sucks ahead of every season is uh great. is yeah, no, it's, it's a highlight it's read for me. I love stellar them. football writing. But you know what? Uh, fun bag, like all the stuff that he when he does his mailbag and just talks about chili or weed um, for uh, for you know three thousand words is just as good. And like that's the, the that is as appealing as anything else is on the website. And the people who own Deadspin have absolutely no fucking idea what they're doing. All they're doing is pissing people off. They're just getting a bunch of people to email them death threats. Uh, so you said who owns Deadspin? Say it again. Uh, well, right, Gizmodo right, Group is that what you said? Uh, the I, it's, it's called it like G O Media. G slash O Media is definitely. Yeah. I don't know what that stands for though. Um, Gizmodo is what you said earlier. Um, they now run Gizmodo, but yeah. By the way, this all goes without uh, without mentioning that they they shut down Splinter. Uh, their politics uh, coverage part of the the same thing. group as it, yeah because because if there's one thing people don't talk about anymore it's politics politics dead they're dead to me I don't yeah Geo Media is a media company that runs Gizmodo Kotaku Deadspin Jez- Jezebel The Onion and other websites when did they buy them were they like an angel investor it was like you guys have a they, fantastic product we'd love to own you we're gonna really give you some freedom or was it like they've was, always they, had them they did it a couple months ago they bought them from Univision. 
and uh, which had created Gizmodo Media Group when acquiring Gawker Media Properties after their bankruptcy. Jim Spanfeller is the CEO of Geo Media. He ran Forbes, which, by the way, if you've ever tried to read any article on Forbes, you know, it is the most unusable website you've ever it's been so on in exhausting. your entire life. 19 ads. Uh, please it give us money after these 19 ads. Impossible. Who would ever want to give Forbes five ninety nine a month? Suck my dick. You're a magazine about rich people. I want to give you a hemorrhoid. I don't yeah. want to give you five ninety nine. Suck my dick. So Jim Spanfeller is uh, now the thing, and and it's it's baffling that like they must have all this information. They 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 have they being who the the, the ownership group. Okay. They have to know that all of the stuff that what they see what's more pop what's most popular on this website, they have to know this, and then they're just they but they come in and they're just like no we successfully ran fo- uh, a bunch of clickbait shit on Forbes and I'm gonna tell you what people like. Well, they don't want the subversive stuff. I mean, the person who owns Geo Group is ninety ninety. Well, let's go 90%. A Republican who doesn't probably just bought the thing to kill the David Roth stories, frankly. Well, we have what is allegedly Jim Spanfeller's uh, cell phone number. Uh, yeah, yeah, you posted that. Um, so we're going to call and we're going to see what happens. All right. Here, use my mic. Uh, one, by the for those interested, one nine one seven eight eight one five. Leave nine. a message. Six five. You're on okay. Let's put this on speaker. You're gonna do it? Okay. Jim, this is Mike from the Dismal Tide podcast. Give us a call back. Uh, we got a lot of questions about uh, what's going on over there at the uh, at the at the old website, and uh, I think uh, uh, the the people they got to know. Please ignore what Mike said, Jim. I'm really sorry. I have some other pretty successful website ideas for you. Uh, farm animals getting into fights. Farm animals being friends that you wouldn't expect them to be friends. Um, maybe babies and animals doing weird, weird, cute things. I don't know. There's a lot of more successful things than Deadspin out there, and I think you're correct. So, um, if you like any of my ideas, uh, just, just let me know. I don't need Mike to come with me. He seems to be very rude to you. I won't be rude to you. Um, yeah, just hit me back. My phone number. Eh, just email me. It's my first name and my last name at gmail.com. Go on, hit me up. All right. There you go. Thank you. Goodbye. If you are satisfied with your message, press 1 to listen to your message. Press 2 to erase and re-record. Press 3 to continue recording where you left off. Press 4. Continue recording. Are you still there? If you are satisfied with your message, press 1 to listen to your message. Press 2 to erase and re-record. Press 3 to continue recording where you left off. Press 4. Message erase. At the tone, please re-record. <laughs> you not hit 4.
that was fun. Um, I've been to the Deadspin Awards. I feel like I'm part of the family. I I, I feel like brag about it. I yeah, I was I just know somebody. I was not invited. Um, you were invited, not directly. You were. Yeah, no, I never talked to the spin. Um, no, the the shame of it is, like, obviously, the next step of this is the website's just gone. Uh, potentially. It is not going to la- weather this, and it's not going to be the same, because, well, frankly, if I'm David Roth, I leave. If I'm Drew McGarry, I leave. Well, the, there's not that many places to get paid uh, writing at this point. Not for most, but those are the two that will be able to. Hey, the question is, where does it go? And you're right. So, like, my question to you is, if you own, if the com, which doesn't exist, at least not under our names, if we started doing something similar and we got seed investment, um, I think the first time, for the first time in my life, given the last, like, two years, I'd, I'd say absolutely no to any angel investment because you're just going to fuck it up. Just like I, if, if we had some sort of subversive sports comment, uh, you know, um, life lifestyle commentary. I don't know how you want to describe Deadspin. Um, I I think that these websites are beyond angel investment now because it's clear they can't handle any of it. The angels. Uh, correct. The only you know, if if you wanted to recreate gawker right now like basically all the people that were involved with it are our great majority of them are, are unemployed now because they've all just keep getting uh let go when somebody else buys the company that they work at and uh then there are uh and and then their job just disappears because uh, they decided to reorganize the company in a way that uh, just uh liquidated it so you could rebuild gawker at uh, at this point and it would be great but like somebody like you have to have somebody with the money who would want to do that and but, I, but you don't and because you just have is, to create a website and not sell it not give up pieces because I, I to me and but i'm but very to, stupid but you have to pay all these people so how are they paying them before they had angel investments uh they they just dog shit clickbait stuff. Cliff, no, you like based on your clicks, you Gaw- get Gawker made money. Gawker uh, went down because, because of Teal. Uh, yeah, because they got sued for one hundred and forty million dollars. Right, right, right. Um, and by but the way, Deadspin oh, probably did not make money. My, my message to Hulk Hogan: Get in the ground, old man. Yeah, it's time to die. Time to die, you old bitch. Who was? Oh, you brought this up. Wasn't that the Mikey? Oh. God, we can bring this up. This is original content. Did you talk about uh, Andrew O's threesome on the show? No. Okay. <laughs> the Mikey Miles of our hometown is the best way to describe him quickly. A guy we went to high school with. And I know I prefaced this by saying. It was wedding this week, so be nice. I preface this by saying that basically anything that anyone posted this long ago shouldn't really be fair game in that it... it you don't have the receipts, so it's fine. You're just going from memory. Yeah, but I'm saying that anything posted this long ago 
it, it's not really not really fair game because like who who wasn't embarrassing in 2006 whatever but uh he stained but yeah stained rocked in 2006 uh, everyone everyone else changed they stayed the same <laughs> is that a lyric probably <laughs> i think that's a lyric in the song called changed i'm sorry uh so talk about so, andrew the uh so he did he did post about uh, it, it would it was doing one of those myspace quizzes and he was asked dream threesome and i will forget this uh, it doesn't not, matter. Your your usual answer for this is fine. I was going to say I will not forget this for as long as I live. <laughs> I will forget this as long as I mean, I and will I'll not forget this. This doesn't matter. Um, uh, it was asked Dream Threesome, and it remains one of the funniest answers I've ever seen because the first answer was someone who was very appropriate for the time. Someone like, but not necessarily Jessica Alba. The second name was Brooke Hogan. <laughs> And this has always been extremely funny to me. And again, this is these are the words of like an 18-year-old in 2006. He almost <laughs> certainly wasn't the only person to write that name. Although, why you would fill out a public quiz that asked you what your dream threesome was and post it on MySpace is... Give the other answer that's good. It would also always ask about your last kiss, and you would always write, it hurts too much to talk about. <laughs> Doesn't exist too much to talk about, bitch. Two thousand six person who didn't bully me. Um, I did. Uh, now, Mike, you say what you want about me. Maybe I'm a bad co-host, only a good lead host. Sure, yep, I'm listening. Maybe. Um, but the song "Stained Fade." I'm gonna read you. I try to breathe, memories overtaking me. I try to face them, but the thought is too much to conceive. This is the part I. This, this is the part. You ready? I only know that I can change. Everything else stays the same. I was fucking right. I think subconsciously, I'm, I must have known this. I think that's where... I only know that I can change everything else that stays the same. I fucked up my audio permanently by trying to mess with things. I tried to play it. It's probably playing on the podcast right now. Everything else that stays... You know, I'll tell you what. To take us into our next break. Oh my god. No, I was just talking too much. I was just no. I was just talking too much. Never mind. Uh, we haven't done punishment episode yet. We're getting there. I think that should that should be a, a special, episode fifty. A special. Let's do episode fifty is the punishment episode. We can do it whenever. We, we are at episode to, forty. This is episode forty. We need to do it on the like let's a, not record this part. You know what? I'm gonna call it. I'm calling it. This has been uh, a real shit show. The show is over. The show's done. I'm taking the reins from you. I'm going to put my host hat back on for next week. Mm-hmm. I'll be more prepared. I won't have such a bad day at work where I hope that you forget that we're podcasting so I uh, am not dragged into this. Um, I look forward to next week. Next week um, is going to be the best. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and get us a guest. 
I'll tell you what. I'll promise that right now. I'm going to try and get us a guest for next week. What do you, how, how do you feel about that? I'm fine with that. It's going to be my mom. Okay. No, nah, it's not going to be my Why mom. Not? You are way too interested in that. That's fucked. Yeah, like, relax. People like that sort of thing. People, It's a fun novelty. It seems like you like that sort of thing. I want you to fucking relax, all right? I don't like the way you sat straight up in your chair when I said my mother's going to be... Relax. All right? Thank you for pushing your microphone away so I can end the show as I took my host hat back. I'm Brendan. I'm at Patent Branding on Twitter. That's Mike. He's at Mega Clang. He also has a uh, soccer blog. Do you still hit that? Mike does not have a soccer blog. Um, Guys... Listen, if you can make it through this episode, you can make it through anything. Keep coming back. We love you guys.